To Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Now your host, Angelo Petiti. The Gardening with Angelo, our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Uh, beautiful week out there. We've had uh, really, uh, really nice weather, a little bit of moisture. Uh, really a nice day today. Uh, it feels more like uh, early September than uh, early October. But um, it's only going to last a few more days, and then it seems like uh, we're going to get in the fall weather. Um, yesterday, driving back uh, from Madison, um, uh, you can definitely start to see that the woods are starting to, to have a little bit of a changing color. And I would think uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to see uh, quite a change and quite spectacular. The, uh, I think we're going to have um, one of the most beautiful uh, color falls that we have had in a long time. The, the plants have... Uh, all the trees have not been under stress. Uh, good moisture going in the, in the winter, and they've had really good moisture all summer, uh, which, uh, you know, puts them, uh, you know, with uh, the, I think the color is going to really be, um, uh, you know, something to, to really enjoy for quite a while. The, um, as the, uh, you know, the weather is starting to get, uh, you know, we are going to start to get cooler and, uh, the nights are definitely even getting cooler. So you want to start looking at the, um, you know, protecting uh, all your doors and all the, all the areas around the house. Uh, the, uh, insects are all looking for, uh, a place to go. Uh, so, um, I would make sure that you, uh, definitely apply the home defense max all the way around the house. Uh, you want to go up about uh, two to three feet up the wall and two to three feet out all the way around. Do all your door jams, your garage doors, any place where they can um, get in there. I would also, uh, you know, kind of do a little bit of an inspection on uh, if there's any uh, openings. You know, sometimes even through the summer, if a, a foundation settles and opens up some cracks, uh, you can uh, you can definitely see the you know an area where uh, you know mice can get in there, uh, bugs and everything else. So. Uh, this is really a good time to have uh, a good inspection all the way around so that uh, you don't have to deal with it uh, inside the house. Um, the, um, you know, I would, uh, with the warm weather that we have had, the ground is quite warm. You know, you still got uh, time to reseed if you need uh, to overseed your lawn. Uh, definitely you can do that. Uh, and we'll, you know, if you're going to do that, uh, cut your grass as low as your lawnmower will go first. And uh, then go ahead and um, overseed, then let it go for about uh, a week. You know, don't cut it, um, the, you know, for about two weeks. Uh, that'll give the, the seed a chance to really bed into the uh, into the soil. And uh, it will germinate. It will definitely, all, definitely have plenty of time to germinate. It'll germinate all the way up until the temperature of the soil gets to be about 40 degrees. So, <clears throat> so there'll be, um, you know, plenty of time for that. Uh, great time to feed your lawn if you have not uh, fed your lawn. This is the time to apply step four or the organic Espoma fall winterizer. Uh, at the same time, fall is really a, the best time to apply lime to your lawn. Lightning lime would be a great thing to use at this time. Uh, you'll be quite amazed the difference that that will make. I would also recommend that you use that in all your flower beds, your shrub beds all around there because it, we have a tendency to be more on the acid side. Uh, and basically what happens when the soil gets uh, a, you know, a little bit too acidy, uh, we will wind up uh, wasting a lot of money using fertilizer and that, that will not work. You know, the, uh, all the nutrients get locked up and they won't release and uh, that's kind of what happened. That's really the main purpose to use, uh, to use the lime. A great time to plant mums, um, pansies, violas, 
uh, great color. You know, they're going to bloom for you for a long time. They, they, the pansies and the violas will come back uh, through the winter and spring as soon as the uh, temperatures and uh, they're not covered with snow. You, you'll see within a few days they'll be uh, in bloom. Really, uh, uh, all these new varieties are really quite amazing uh, the way they bloom and how long they last and the colors that they, uh, that they put on. This is also the time that you're going to start to see arborvitaes, pines, spruces, uh, kind of turn yellow on the inside. Uh, don't worry. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the plant. This is the time that uh, they will do that. Uh, this is the time where the uh, oldest needles on the plant shed, um, and uh, they uh, they will just come down and decompose uh, and uh, get new ones. Uh, great time to plant to uh, trim your arborvitaes, trim your, all your um, evergreens lightly. Uh, you don't want to go into a heavy cut at this time, but you can definitely uh, give them a light trim. Uh, this is the time to, uh, to do that. Uh, this is also the time to plant your garlic. Uh, find a good spot in a nice sunny area. Uh, work the soil really well. Um, and uh, with uh, after you work the soil, put some compost in there. Uh, work it in really well, and then uh, it's ready to go. When you plant the garlic, you want to plant it about four inches apart, about uh, three and a half uh, inches down. Uh, that will give you a um, really nice uh, garlic to harvest next July. It will come up this uh, this fall. It'll be up about five or six inches before the cold weather comes, and that um, <clears throat> that will that will be ready to go when it comes uh, when it comes next summer. The, um, this is also a great time to plant all trees and shrubs and perennials. Uh, the ground is plenty warm. Be, they will be fully rooted. They'll be really ready to go by spring. Uh, it does cut a lot of labor. It does cut a lot of worry about watering and keeping track on the watering and that. By that time, they'll be fully rooted uh, and uh, ready to go for the, you know for the summer. Uh, the spring bulbs, uh, tulips, daffodils, hyacinths, great time to plant that now. Uh, when you go to choose those the bulbs, uh, try to get um, the early spring, mid-season, and late. Uh, try to plant them together. You know, you know, dig a bowl about 15 to 16 inches in width, about four or five inches deep. Place the bulbs in there. Put the bulb tone on top, uh, biotone, uh, cover them up. Uh, they will be uh, ready to go for spring, uh, and uh, you want to have a nice long blooming period on there. Uh, it's also a good idea to put some hyacinths with all your bulbs. Hyacinths will deter the deer uh, from going there, so that will really um, that will really help uh, you know keeping them out and uh, really enjoy the bloom, uh, you know, at that time. Um, this is uh, also the the time that uh, you know if you have a, you know uh, weeds you know if you have a weedy bed and you got areas that kind of got got out of hand a little bit or got away from you, uh, you want to go ahead and spray Roundup or uh, Burnout. Uh, after you everything dies off, I would clean it up and then go ahead and put spring down. That will prevent any weeds from germinating for spring. That will give you um, a really nice clean start when it comes in the spring. Uh, your house plant, you know, your house plant and your uh, tropical plants that you have outside, like uh, you know the hibiscus, uh, oleanders, or any tropicals that you have out there that you are, you, you are going to you intend to bring into the house. Uh, you want to make sure that you go ahead and uh, treat them now with systemic granulars um, so that uh, they, they will be ready to go. And then you don't want to bring them in, especially the hibiscus and the oleanders. You really don't want to bring those in until you get to um, the way that we have a, a, not a frost, but a very light frost. Like we get nights, they need about four or five nights, so 35 to 38 degrees. Uh, that will dormitize them, uh, will make them shed uh, uh, 
you know, a good part of their leaves, and then they will be ready to go inside. If you don't dormitize them, they will just keep right on going. Then when it comes next year, you're going to have very, very poor blooming on there. Uh, the, uh, today and tomorrow, the Delia Society will be at the Oakwood uh, Village store. Uh, they've been coming there for the last 25 years. Um, they, they, if you have uh, never seen dahlias, uh, you, this is quite a quite a show that they put on. Uh, they bring all their uh, show pieces uh, for the judges uh, to judge them. Uh, you really enjoy them. Um, just a great, great. Uh, they do a, just a tremendous amount of work uh, for there and. Uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful to see. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number is area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Short pause. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number, area code 216-578-1100 or 216-578-1111. Good morning, Howard Angelo. Hi, good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Um, I heard you say you can overwinter begonias. Uh, yes. Um, I tried last year. Um, they were they looked terrible by the time spring came, but when I put them outside, they did rebound, but it took a long, long time. And I just was wondering what's the correct way of doing that. The, um, uh, so you need an area where they get uh, some good light in the winter, because our daylight is very short, so they're going to need a little bit of a, uh, a much brighter area in the house that you have. They will actually keep blooming all winter, um, and they, uh, yeah, they will. You know, they will need some pruning when it comes in March. Uh, they will need some pruning, uh, and at that time, uh, you know, don't be afraid to just kind of prune them uh, back, even if you just get them down to like five or six inches, and just uh, clean them off. Feed them uh, early, like at um, like in mid March. Feed them with osmocote at that time. Uh, you want them to get them going, and uh, by the end of uh, April, they should have uh, rebounded and then ready to go for the summer. So don't prune them when when I bring them in? No, no, don't prune them down. Just, you just want to kind of clean them up. When you bring them in, you want right. to clean them up. You want any of the uh, old foliage. Uh, you, you want you want you don't want any old foliage to bring in. You just clean, you know, just get them all cleaned up real nice. Um, feed them, put a little bit of osmocote down there, not a lot, just a little, about half of the rate that you would normally put in there, um, and just put them in an area where they get some good light. Um, they should perform really well through the winter. When it comes in February, they'll start to kind of uh, go down. That's the lowest, um, you know, the, the 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 light really gets down. Um, but then, uh, within a, you know, by the end of February, uh, they should uh, you should start to see a, a change, and you can go ahead and pinch them at that time, uh, depending on how, how how well they hold up. But I've seen them where uh, they hold up just as good as uh, when you bring them in. Great. And, and light on the water, like the day they, they're very very sensitive to the water. So uh, if you um, if you water them like. Uh, once a week, I would water them just very lightly. All, all you want is just a little bit of moisture into the soil. You don't want them to be wet. You don't ever want to feel them wet. If they feel wet, uh, they will uh, uh, they will go the other way very quickly. And that's probably what I did last year. I probably overwatered. Yeah, if you overwater them, they, you're always better off being on the light side. Uh, they will flag. They will you know wilt a little bit. Uh, you put a little bit extra water in there, they'll perk right back up. But once you overwater them, it's almost impossible to reverse that. And what about ferns um, overwintering? Uh, same thing there. You know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna shed a lot. 
Um, what I would do with the ferns, I would go ahead and cut all the the outside out. I would take all the oldest, uh, uh, you know, fronds out uh, and cut them right at the pot level. Don't just cut the tips or or halfway. Just cut them at the uh, at the pot uh, uh, at the at the ring. Uh, leave the center there and just kind of let them uh, go from there. They will uh, keep growing all winter. Uh, you are going to need a much bigger pot when it comes next year. Uh, they will. Uh, they're going to be a, 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 a very very root bound. Uh, and at that time, when you go to transplant them, uh, cut the bottom off. Take about two two and a half inches off the bottom. Break the sides up very rough. I mean, just break them up really well. Uh, and then put them in a pot about uh, three to four inches bigger than what it is now. Great. All right, thank you very much, Angela. All right. Well, you have a great day. You too. Uh, in the wintertime, the, the ferns miss them. They, they, they will dehydrate, so uh, miss them on a, on, a, on a daily basis. Okay. Okay? Hey, thank All right. you. Have a great day. You yeah. Too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <coughs> Morning, Angela. Morning, Angela. Morning. How are we doing? Great. How are you today? Excellent. Thank you. That's good. A um, couple questions. I... <clears throat> purchased uh, earlier in the summer um, the uh, Rhythmic Blue hydrangeas, mm-hmm. and um, I've been trying to you know get a uh, the bright pink flowers. And I'm trying to get the blue, but um, I've applied you know Citifier three times, and I, they don't change at all. They're just the same, you know, bright pink. Okay. Um, is is that is my not doing something? No, it, it, uh, evidently the soil is uh, much higher on the um, on the alkaline. Uh, what I would do when it comes in the spring, uh, before they start growing at the end of March, just go ahead and apply the aluminum sulfate. Then, okay, I apply a little bit on the heavier side, and then as you see the the leaves form and the buds get to be the size of a nickel, okay, uh, then go ahead and apply it again. Then. Uh, you then you should have a real deep, rich, uh, uh, you know, blue there. Uh, they, um, uh, we grow those up in the fields wide open. Um, and uh, in, uh, in Madison, the soil, our soil there is, the pH is around six. Uh, and they, um, I mean, they held that rich blue color uh, all the way into, into November. Okay. Uh, so it, it just, uh, the soil needs to be, uh, the pH needs to be lowered. So just, uh, you know, just go a little bit heavier on the aluminum sulfate. Okay. Okay. Right. Great. Um, also, um, I, I have a Russian sage for the first time um, this year. How do I winterize that, and how far do I cut it back? You just cut it back. When it's all done, just cut it back down at, at ground level. Um, it will get uh, better and better and better. It's, it's a great plant. Uh, you will see that uh, every year that plant will get uh, much, much uh, bigger, uh, fuller, uh, just a, a great perennial. I would uh, just when it's all done, just cut it right down to the ground. Uh, in the spring, feed it with um, uh, plantone and iron tone, and then when it comes at, at the end of June, early July, just feed them with osmocote, uh, and you're done for the year. And they should be uh, uh, quite spectacular as the as the year goes on. But they did. It's, it was this new variety, which is kind of on the smaller side. Yes, and, yeah. But it the, did very well. Yeah. I mean, uh, color well, was spectacular. Yeah, but what you're going to see now that the crown on that is going to, like next year, that crown will be double what it is this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll just get better and better every year. That uh, the, the new varieties uh, of um, of the plant is just uh, outstanding. And uh, I can uh, I can move that. I don't want to move it now. I couldn't move that in the spring. I would move that in the spring. If you are going to move it, uh, the time to move it is when you start to see it come up. Uh, as it starts to grow, uh, it gets to be about an inch. That is a perfect time to move them. Okay. Okay. 
And uh, you mentioned about uh, about the, uh, liming the lawn and, and the beds. Do you do that every year? I would do that every year over here, unless you live by the lake. Yeah, no, no, I don't. Yeah, if you're if you're away, I, I, I think if you do it every year, well, you're going to see a tremendous difference uh, in way how, how everything uh, grows. Uh, uh, the, the way uh, when you feed, what happens if your pH is off, your fertilizer only works partial. It, it doesn't release all the way. So you're not going to get the results out of the fertilizer that uh, you were in over here with the clay base that we have. Like this year, we have had a little bit above normal uh, rainfall. Uh, the, the way it drains out, it just drains very slow. So the acidity in the soil rises. That uh, that's kind of what happens. Um, it, the best thing to do is, you know, it, it, it's it's not that big of a deal to do it. It's not that expensive, uh, but uh, it really does. And I would use the lightning lime. It's a quick release. You're going to get immediate results off of that, um, and that's uh, also the the most reasonable uh, from a financial uh, cost. Uh, the most reasonable way to do it. Okay. All right. Very All good. Right. All right. Thanks very Have much. Have a great day. You yep. too. Bye-bye. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Oh, we're doing this fine. Great weather for the weekend. Yes, it is. Love beautiful it. out there. I'm going to miss it. I have two questions, actually, maybe three. I have a lace cap hydrangea that will not bloom for me. Uh, I don't know when to trim it. Uh, I've just, tried everything. Yeah, don't trim it. Just leave it go. Uh, the... Um, Lace caps are probably the the most unreliable of all the um, of all the hydrangeas. Now there's some some of the new varieties that they are rebloomers are um, much much more reliable and uh, a much a much better performer. Uh, the old lace caps uh, they uh, you know they really don't they're not as reliable as but the best way to treat them don't don't trim them uh, don't touch them now just let them go until spring. Then when it comes in the spring, uh, remove just what's dried on them, on the stems, uh-huh. and then also go inside and remove the oldest stalks. The oldest stalks will have a silver, kind of a silver coating on the um, uh, at the base of it. That's how you can tell which ones are the oldest ones. You'd want to remove those, cut those at ground level, and remove them. Okay, now we've had horrible winters the last couple winters where this one has been trimmed i mean cut back all the way to the ground yeah that, 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 yeah, that's why they have not been blooming they, they right. come back fine but they don't they won't bloom okay so what happens in the winter should we get another winter that way and uh, i would what i would go? do yeah no i would two things one i would when it comes in december i would spray it with uh uh like a moisture retainer you know like soil uh-huh. moist i'll just go ahead and spray it with that and then i would also if it in a area where the wind is more prevalent. I would go ahead and wrap them with burlap. It's not in. It's not in a windy area. It's hidden by a with a wall fence. Then I would just porch. just go ahead and spray them with the uh, anti desiccant. Yeah. Okay, and then. All right. So then, what about a red twig uh, dogwood? When do we trim those? The best time to trim those is in the spring. Okay. Uh, you never want to trim those in the middle of the summer or. Um, and you, th- you, you only trim them one time, and when they, you, you do it in the spring, and at that time, let them come on. When you trim them in the middle of the summer, you'll start to have diebacks, and that's how the disease is setting there. Can we can we cut it down to half? In you, can, you can cut it down to the ground if you want. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> well, if if you cut it down to the ground, believe it or not, you're going to wind up with a beautiful, fresh plant very quickly. Uh, that is not a bad way to do it. I, when you cut it, if you're going to cut it down, I would just cut it down to like about six inches, okay. and let it let it come down, for, let it come out from there. Okay. 
And then one more question. My daughter was just texting me. She has a million mushrooms. We've put down the lightning line. We've put down, for the last three years, we've put lightning line down, and they're still coming up. Uh, I guess last night they just really came up. Put put the lightning line heavier. Okay. Yeah, that uh, all it is there is that the uh, the soil is very acidy. That's what that is. So, put it down to where it actually it coats are like about one eighth of an inch on there. Oh, okay. Okay, and that that will That's take care of it. Try that. Okay. All right. Thank you all so right. much, Angelo. We, you have a good weekend. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you, you so much. Bye bye. We're listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number is area code two one six five seven eight eleven hundred two one six five seven eight one 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 one. Short pause for the news. We'll be right back. Back to Gardening with Angelo on News Radio WTAM 1100. Once again, Angelo Petiti. We're back. You are listening to Gardening with Angelo. Our phone number 578 216 578 Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. Angela. How are we doing? Okay. Um, I'm calling about my tomato plants. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When I put them in, I had the, the taller uh, baskets. Um, and then what I ended up doing as the tomato was growing, I had to go ahead and double up the basket. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I tried to, t- those tomato plants have grown so tall, I, I just couldn't control them. And I had so many tomatoes coming out of the top. Somebody had said to me that you could top tomato plants off. Well, if you can do that, what happens to the lower part of it then? Well, basically, uh, you can, yeah, you can definitely uh, you can definitely prune the tomato so it you know it gets uh, to a certain height and then it stops. Uh, basically, what it'll do it'll force more growth off of the side by doing that. Uh, so you can definitely do that. Um, but the uh, you know uh, one of the things that you can do is use a bigger uh, pot. Uh, and you can actually uh, take the, the top of the tomato and actually kind of bend it so that it can go downward. Oh, well, these are in the ground, so I can bend them. Yeah, you can definitely you can definitely bend them. You can also kind of train them to go sideways uh, so that they can go uh, towards uh, you know towards the side. Yeah, they can. You can definitely uh, as they're as they're growing, you can definitely train them to go whatever you want them to go. Uh, but you could actually take the tomatoes and have them go reverse them to go towards uh, towards the bottom. Oh, because I was always afraid, like with the stems of the tomatoes, if they were bent over, they but, were hurting the plant. No, you'd have to, you know, you'd have to, to to help them support. Like if you were to bend it over, so what you do is you bend it, you put another uh, stake over there, tie it to the stake, and then it just starts going down versus going up. Well, this year was my year for tomatoes. Yeah. I think for everybody else it was peppers, yeah. which I got nothing yeah. out of my peppers. Yeah, the the, the peppers, uh, you know, you really have to to plant them up. They uh, they like to be uh, uh, elevated. So when you when you prepare the ground, make sure that you really uh, kind of put a. Uh, the furrows are about eight inches high, and then plant them on the top. That's where they love to be. Uh, but uh, yeah, the peppers have been usually have done really, you know, quite well. But uh, okay. but on the tomatoes, you can definitely reverse them down. One more thing. Uh, uh, my mother used to have um, plant, a plant called Saint Joseph's coat. Uh huh. 
I don't know where to find those. Uh, what are they called now? Uh, the same thing. They're, just, they're called the same thing. They're a perennial. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they're called the exact same thing as they were called before. And you have them at your garden center? I'm trying to think if we do. Uh, I know that we grow them. I don't know whether we have them now, uh, but we definitely grow those. Well, okay. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you enjoy, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your day. Yeah. Well, thank bye-bye. You. Bye. Morning, Gary Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? Okay. How about you? Excellent. Great. Uh, I have a question. Uh, it, you get catalogs in the mail that show uh, pots of bulbs that you can have in your house and that they will bloom late winter, I guess, mm-hmm. in your house. Uh, if you wanted to... <clears throat> that sort of thing, um, yourself, buy some bulbs and make that work, maybe with bulbs that you like that they don't happen to sell. Okay. Uh, is that a difficult project to do? No, that's, that's actually uh, uh, extremely, extremely easy. Uh, basically, what you do, um, uh, you get a pot, um, the best size pot to use is probably about a six-inch pot. Okay. Um Put the potting soil in there. You need about uh, about an inch and a half at the bottom. Place your bulbs on top. F- fill it up with soil. Water it real well. Um, you you just leave them outside. What you do, you put them right up against your house. Okay. And uh, just uh, uh, when they, you know, just put them there. Just water them um, every so often. And then um, when it comes like in uh, late November, just put some leaves over it. And just leave them there. Uh, they will be fully. Re- it takes um, uh, eleven weeks for them to be rooted. So when it comes in um, from the middle of February on, you can just take them, clean them up real nice, put them into a nice pot. You know, just put like drop them in a nice pot, uh, and uh, bring them in. Bring them in, and they'll just do their own thing uh, on their own. And will that work with? Any of the it'll work with any with any bulbs out there. It'll work with daffodils, with hyacinths, with tulips, with muscaries, any bulbs that you see out there that will work with. Huh. Okay. Very simple to do. Very very easy to do. You can you can mix them. You can put all the different varieties together. Uh, but um, all you do just put them in a pot. Let's say if you want to have one one every um, two three weeks, uh, just kind of space them out. But do them all at the same time. But don't bring them in at one time. You just bring them in as you want them to bloom in your house. And from the time you bring them in to the time they bloom, it, it usually, depending on some varieties, uh, it can be anywhere from 10 days uh, to two and a half weeks. Now, after they're done blooming in the and house. Then just go ahead and plant them on the ground. Okay. And then they'll bloom. They'll, ju- they'll just keep coming back. Okay. That's great. Yeah, All right. Very, very simple. Very, very. Uh, I would, uh, I would put some bulb tone on top. You want to put some fertilizer on there when, when you plant them, so that they, have, they have good energy, and uh, that's really all you need to do. But uh, just put, put them right up against the house, uh, in an area where it's protected, where it's not the windy, or, you know, just uh, where the you kind of. We all have a little place by our houses where, uh, it's it's much more protected than the rest. That that, that is the best place to put them. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the information. All right. Well, you have a great day. You too. Yeah, Take bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Morning, Gal Rangelo. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Yes, yeah. good morning. 
Yes, good morning. I, I have a question for you. Uh, I bought some uh, uh, flocks in a, like a package, uh -huh. and I didn't realize I left it in the garden shed, and I just came upon it. Is it too late to plant it, or is it gone? Is no, no, go ahead. No, go ahead and plant it. Okay. Yeah, and what then plant it, about, water it in real well. Um, and then, you know, if we have a dry period, uh, to where it, we don't get any moisture for three, four, five days, then go ahead and water it again. But it will be fully rooted by, before we get into winter. And how about packages of seeds that we buy in the spring and maybe we don't plant them all? Uh, will they be good next year or is it, it a waste uh, of time? It, um, it all depends on how they were uh, kept. You know, if they uh -huh. were kept sealed. Uh, it also depending on the packages. Uh, if the uh -huh. packages have a liner of aluminum, uh -huh. uh, they will. Those are made to to to, to go from uh, multiple years, but generally two years is about the most you're going to get out of seeds, and then after that you're going to get uh, a very high uh, percentage of loss. Okay, good, good to know. Thank you. All right, yeah. Take care. Have a good day. Have a great bye -bye. day. Yeah, bye bye. Thank you, Maria Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. Angelo. How are we doing? Okay, and, and you? Good, thank you. I have two hydrangeas, one pink, one blue, and they look like they're going to bloom all winter. <laughs> now, what do I do with them? To you, you, you don't do a thing. You just enjoy the blooms, and uh, they, 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 uh, they should bloom uh, well into November. And okay. uh, when, uh, when they're all done, uh, you know, blooming, uh, the only thing that I would do is I would make sure that you kind of remove Clean up the leaves around them. You don't want to have those heavy leaves sitting on the crown of okay. uh, the plant in the winter. Um, if they're um, if they're in a very windy area, I would go ahead and spray them with that antidesicant, and I would wrap them with burlap. If they're in a protected area, I would just leave them alone. Just spray the antidesicant on it, like wiltproof. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Good idea. All right. Thank you. I uh, appreciate it. All right. Well, you have I'm a great day. Yep. Yeah, bye bye. Margaret Angelo. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. Um, we would like to put a rose of Sharon border along our property line. Mm -hmm. Is now the time to transplant, or is it better to do it in the spring? And what kind of soil prep do we need to do? Yeah, you can definitely transplant them now. Okay. Uh, they will do uh, very well. Uh, the only thing that I you know, just get the soil prepared. I would get some uh, uh, planting mix or compost, mix that into the soil. Um, make a you know work it in there real well. Then when you plant them, I would just use Biotone as a root uh, stimulant. Biotone's got microbes in there. That's what it develops, and it really makes a, a, a tremendous root system on the plant. Um, that's about it. And then when you're all done, mulch it, and you're set. Okay, great. Uh, how what, what should the distance between the plants be? Um, I would if you're trying to make an edge, I'd say probably about um, two foot. Okay, great. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a great day. You too. Yeah. Bye bye. Ron Gallo, Angelo. Angelo, I've been a big fan since you did the uh, ten o'clock news about twenty-five years ago. Wow. I've always enjoyed those segments. Well, thank you so much. Hey, I have some uh, hibiscus plants on my deck, and I bring them inside every year. And uh, a couple of years ago, I split them, and then uh, that summer after that, they didn't bloom until late August. This year, they've been great but they need to be trimmed. Do I trim them before I take them in for the winter, or do I do that when I bring them back out in the spring? Yeah, I would, uh, I would, you know, don't trim them real heavy now. Just uh, trim them enough that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be okay inside the house. Um, 
and uh, just uh, let uh, let them go. But the the key there, just to leave them outside until we have a light frost. Okay. They need to, you know, if they go dormant, if you know, if they get a light, need about four or five days of thirty-five to two, to thirty-eight degree temperature. Okay. Ah, okay. So the night so temp the night temperature, if you get four or five nights that it gets into that temperature. Uh, they will dormitize themselves. Then you go ahead and bring them in. They're going to shed some leaves. They, they're not going to look the prettiest in the winter, but that's what you want them to do. You, okay. only, you only water them very likely about every couple of weeks. Okay. And then when it comes the uh, the end of February, then you go ahead and cut them back, uh, you know, hard so that you can get a nice break of all new growth on there. You start feeding them at that time, and then they'll start the new cycle all over again. Ah, okay. I think we we brought them in too soon in the past. Yeah, if you if you bring them in too early, <clears throat> they won't dormitize. So what they'll do, they'll keep blooming through the winter, and the, uh -huh. the more they bloom at that time, when it comes in the summer, they really kind of uh, have a very very sporadic blooming uh, cycles. Yes, that, that's what I experienced. Yeah, so, that's, so that's yeah, a, that's they, if, if you dormitize them. Uh, you will find that when it comes next spring, they'll come back with a vengeance, and they will bloom like crazy all summer. And they also, right. you also need to put them into a bigger pot, uh, the the you know every couple of years because those they become very root bound. Uh, you want to make sure that they don't get to the point where they're over root bound. They won't get the nutrients, then they'll start to go the other way. Okay, great. Okay. Is it okay to trim the roots too? If it's yeah, already got them in a pretty big pot? absolutely. Yeah, what I would I would do that every year. What I would do every year if you're going to keep them in that pot, take take the plant out of the pot, take the bottom, take about three inches off the bottom, and then on the side, any root that's uh, thicker than a uh, than a pencil, just go ahead and with a hand pruner cut those off, break them up, and then with your finger just kind of really scar the sides, break it all the sides up. Uh, put them back in a pot, put the uh, potting soil at the bottom, put the plant back in, and then refill the whole side with fresh soil that will generate all new fibers all the way around. Feed it, they will do spectacular. You can do that every year for a long time and really keep the plant uh, nice and fresh. Excellent. Thank you very much. All right. Well, you have a great day. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. Margaret Arangelo. Good morning, Good morning, Angelo. How are you? Excellent. How about yourself? Fine, thank you. I, um, for the first year, I have butterfly bushes, and I'm not sure what I should do to prepare them for winter. Uh, are they new ones? Yes. What, what's the name on them? Do you know? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. Um, they're, they're low? They're short? Yes. Okay. They're the small ones. Okay. Um, I hope that you have the ones called Pugsters. Uh, those are the, the newest ones. Uh, th uh, this is about the best variety that's, um, that that's come out. Um, anyway, so you don't do a thing to them. What you do when it comes in, uh, uh, late November or December, I would just spray like wilt proof on them. Uh, that is anti-desiccant. All that does, it really helps keep the moisture into the stems and leave that alone. Don't trim them. Don't do a thing to them. When it comes in the spring, about the end of, um, March, as you start to see those buds swell, and uh, uh -huh. they will they will start to leaf before uh, anything else does out there. As you start to see that happening, then with a hand pruner, go there and kind of clean them all up, take all the old wood off, and uh, they will come up. They will come with a vengeance. They'll be absolutely spectacular. Um, feed them at that time, and feed them again at the end of June. Okay. 
All right. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. You do the same. Enjoy it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Margaret Arantzlo. Good morning, Good morning. Uh, we have an, an amaryllis bulb that's probably three years old that was outside in a pot all summer, and bo- it bloomed beautifully. It still has very green, healthy-looking leaves, and there's also, I think, another little bulb that it produced that it has leaves, although that part didn't bloom. So what do I do now? What size part is it in? Probably Six inch. Six inch. I would take that uh, and I would put it in a um, ten inch pot. Oh. Okay. Um, put it in there. Uh, when you plant it, uh, plant it at the same level that it is now. Okay, with the top kind of sticking out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the same level. Um, then uh, water it in real well. Uh, just feed it a uh, very little. You know, I would just use, uh, you know, just a little bit of Osmocote on there, or a little bit of Bob Tone if you have that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just leave it there. I would just grow it in there. What what in I'll the have? Pot. Yeah, just in a pot. Just leave it there. Um, it will keep um, the leaves on all winter. Um, oh. The the outside leaves take them off. You know, the the ones that the the, the oldest it's, leaves there, cut yeah. those right at the bulb uh, area. What happens to these bulbs? They will keep producing, the, like the little bulblet that you see on the side. Right. Mm-hmm. It will it will keep producing uh, more and more every year. Um, after about three years, you will find that that plant will have about fifteen, ten, fifteen blooms on there. It'll bloom. Oh, it'll start blue. It'll start blooming in March, in, in, and then it'll bloom all the way through July, August. It'll keep having blooms on one after the other. They get oh, to my. be, they get to be quite spectacular. That is a. Uh, a plant that um, is, people have a misconception that you know you cut the top off, you you dry it down. Yeah, uh, so we no, don't have to do that. No, just use it as a house plant in the winter time, and use it as an outdoor plant in the summer. Okay. Um, but you will find that that will be uh, one of the most beautiful things you've ever had. Uh, the the blooms are they get to be quite large, uh, and the plant you know it just. Awesome, awesome plant. Just put it in a 10 inch pot. It'll last in that pot probably for about five years. And then after that, you need to go to like a 12 inch pot. So when do I bring it in then? You want to bring it in now. You want to bring it in, oh. you know, uh, this month. You don't want to, oh. you don't want to, you don't want to, the, 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 the freeze. Get frosted. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm not going to separate those other No, no, off. no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Just, just leave it there. Just make it into a beautiful, spectacular plant. Oh, it'll, it'll just get, it'll just get to be better and better every year. It's uh, the creamy white with the yeah, green center. The, the, oh, it's and the, exquisite. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you're, you're just going to, uh, Three four years from now, you're gonna call me. You're gonna, you're gonna, and I hope I'm around. <laughs> and you know, say this is me the too. most spectacular thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, oh, the, um, oh yeah, that's super! You, oh, I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, you will. Uh, you will really enjoy that. Just put it into a ten inch pot now. And, bring it uh, in the house. Bring it in the house. Very light underwater. Very light. Okay. Underwater. All winter, very all, light underwater. All winter, very light underwater. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Thank you so you, so much. Well, you enjoy it. Have a great Thanks. day. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Margaret Arangelo. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. How are we doing? Good, good. I've got about six crepe myrtles in my yard, and the one I'm trying to grow as a tree. So it, tell me if I'm doing wrong, but what I did, I tied 
uh, about six or seven of the major stocks together real tight yeah, to form I, like the trunk. I would, um, you're wasting your time on that. Really? Yeah. I mean, Craig Mortar over here, uh, it will grow. Um, if you, um, you know, kind of protect the, the, the roots, you know, you put mulch around the base and that. Uh, but when you start to have a tree, it, it will, it will dehydrate. It will, it will die back. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. It won't, uh, that- they will, they will do as a bush. You'll never have it as a tree over here. Oh, okay. So don't waste the main your- one that I got all the babies from for about. Ten years now, and it's just—it's just gorgeous. Yeah, know? they are. They're, they're absolutely. You know, we have—I've uh, tried. We we had, we actually used to grow those at our nursery in Madison. Uh-huh. Um, we couldn't convince people to buy them. You know, I wound up dumping thousands of them um, because the, 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 you know people never saw them. They didn't understand how they grew right, right. because they die back to the ground every year, and then they come back up and they bloom. They bloom in September. Right, uh, but uh, uh, you know, but don't waste your time trying to make a tree uh, that, that will not work. But it, they will be better and better as a bush year in and year out. Okay, now uh, how low should I cut those down? I, I would, I would, die, I would not cut them down now. I would wait, just leave them go. Uh, okay, put the mulch around it, and then when it comes in the spring, uh, as soon as you start to see where they start to break out of the ground, then right. go ahead and cut everything else off. Okay, well, thank you, Andrew. And, and feed them, you know, feed them uh, in the spring and feed them at the end of June, early July. That's what I do. Thank yep. you. Have a great All day. Right. Yep. You Bye-bye. Bye. Morning, you're with Angelo. Good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Very good, thank you. Um, do I put bulb tone on my rhubarb now and how much per plant? I would, uh, I would go ahead and put like a couple of cups and spread it all the way around. Two cups for each plant. Okay. Yeah. And then now is a great time to do it. Okay, very good. That was my question. All Thank right. you, Angelo. You have a great day. You yeah. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Morning, you Angelo. Hello, good morning. Good morning. How are we doing? Good, how are you? Good, good. Good. I have a question for you about geraniums. What is the best way to sh- to save those um, you know, through the winter? Through the winter? I, last year I tried I tried to save them and I had them inside. And some I didn't water, some I did water, and only some survived, and I replanted them in the spring. So what is the best way to do that? Okay, there's, there's two ways, okay? So I'm going to tell you one way would be the, uh, you, if you have a, a cool room, like if you have a sunroom, it's um, uh-huh. uh, heated, but that you keep cool, uh, okay. and it's got good light, uh, you can keep them there. Okay. Um, what I would, before you bring them in, I would go ahead and kind of clean them, trim them up a little bit. Don't trim them down. Just trim them, trim them a little bit. Uh, okay. make sure that all the old leaves are off, clean them all out real good. Um, and I would wait until late October. They need to get cooled down. They need to be, uh, not dormant, but they will go dormantized a little bit by keeping them cool there. Okay. Uh, so then, uh, in the winter time, um, so w- before you bring them in, you feed them, you put a little bit of osmogote on there. Then the watering is really the trick. The watering has got to be very light. They, they, you, they got to get enough moisture to sustain, but if they get over water, they will go the other way. They, they, they will, oh, okay. they, they will rot. Okay. So you're always better off going lighter on the water than heavier. So that's okay. one way. Another way you could actually, um, when they, um, let them have a couple frosts. 
then you dig up the whole plant, you cut that back down to about eight inches, and um, don't, um, uh, as you dig them up, you shake some of the dirt off, but don't shake all the dirt off. Then okay. set them in the garage and let them dry up, okay? Okay. Assert the dirt dries up. Once that dirt is dried up, then go ahead and get like a, you know, a market basket or a box. Uh, okay. Set um, perlite or, or peat moss, but it's got to be very dry. And when you put your, your uh, plant back in there, they have to be dry. So you set them there. Uh, you kind of set them in a box, you know, standing up, and then okay. you cover the whole thing with peat, okay? Oh, okay. And then cut some holes on the side, so there's, got, there's some air, air air circulation in there, and store them in a cool, dark place. Okay. When it, when it comes the end of um, February, middle of March, uh, uh, generally, you know, at that time, depending on how the weather goes, then I would go ahead and take them out of there and then just... You know, uh, put them in a pot, go ahead and pot them up and keep them in your garage. They will take the cool weather uh, and just let them come on naturally and start watering them with, uh, when you water them at that time, uh, use miracle growing the water up until they're rooted. Then you can go ahead and, and uh, you know, put Osmocote on there. Uh, but they, they will come back, uh, you know, beautifully that way. But those are the okay. two ways to do them. All right, yeah, because I, I, I kept them, I put them in a bedroom that, was yeah, very cool. would not, yeah. And in a window, and um, it was a south window. Yeah. And it's, it's still too some hot. Some of them came back, and some did not. Yeah, it's still too hot. Yeah, oh, they, really? They, yeah, yeah. The best oh, way, okay. if I say, if you have uh, an area where it's cool by the, you know, by the. Um, by the wall or by the glass, so they get the light, but they don't get. Uh, don't put them too close to the glass either. If you put them too close to the glass, they'll. They, you you want them to stay alive. You don't want them to be growing uh, too okay. much. You want them to really. Okay. You you want to minimize the growth. You just want to keep the roots going, and they will. Um, they will do just fine. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you very all much. All right. But you have all a right. great day. Yeah. Bye bye. Margie Arangelo, real quick, we have one minute. Hi, I have um, a sage plant and a lavender plant that I had on the porch all summer long. Um, can I bring those in? Absol- absolutely, absolutely. They'll do very well inside the house. Uh, what I would do before you bring them in, uh, I would go ahead and uh, get some uh, insecticidal soap, um, spray them with that, wash them, so if in case there's any uh, insects, you, know, they, um, uh, you get rid of them. Uh, then bring them in, uh, give them a good light window, and with those two, be extremely, extremely light on the water. Oh, okay, great. Then they'll do very, very well. Uh, don't put them in a full light where they have sun all day. Uh, if they can get like sun half a day and then uh, a little, you know, cool, uh, they'll they'll do absolutely beautiful. And they'll do best in the coolest place in the house. Oh, okay, do they get fat at all before... And they what? Should I feed them? Uh, yeah, I, I would feed them all winter. We just put a little bit of Osmocote on there. They should last about three months and then feed them again uh, when it comes in February. Uh, terrific. Thank you. All right. We enjoy it. Have a great day. Yep. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, the hour is uh, gone. Beautiful day out there. We're going to be in the i-70s low 80s i think um a little bit of moisture just a beautiful day to be out and about whether you got some yard work to do or some planting just a great day or just uh, enjoy the northeastern ohio best place in the country have a great day and i'll be back next saturday bye-bye